All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Geek Out, a podcast where a couple of us, couple of us from GeekWave, just get together and kind of shoot the shit, talk about whatever we want to talk about from the month, year, anything cool coming out, things going on, more, just whatever, pretty much. Um, today, I am joined by Aspen, Ronnie, Stefan, and then virtually, we are joined by Kennedy and Caitlin. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Good. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Cool. Doing well. So we have two new people, um, new, newish for Aspen, because you have been on a couple, or just one episode of yeah. uh, the gaming podcast. Hmm. Um, but give a little bit of a brief introduction as to who you are, what you're doing on GeekWave, what team, I guess, and just stuff like that. Sure. I've been here at the U for a year now. Just finished that last spring semester. Um, I just started, I changed majors, so I just started doing film. I met PR, who is now the video lead for GeekWave, in a film class. Got to know him, worked on projects together. It was a lot of fun. Um, and so through that, PR kind of let me know about GeekWave, applied for it. So now I'm working as part of the video team, helping with editing some of the projects, things like that, and more post-production. Okay. And then also, we just did, yeah, one of the podcasts. I came on as a guest. So. Yeah, talked about Cheers of the Kingdom, which mm-hmm. a lot of fun. We, we might... <laughs> Talk a little bit more. We'll see. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. We we left that recording. We were just like, yeah. We kept talking, and we were like, we we could have honestly just kept recording. Yeah. So we didn't even talk so about like much. monsters, like the nope. Gleox or the horror. That's like, right. Any of that stuff we didn't talk about. Like I was <laughs> yeah. about to go on the Gleox thing. Yeah. Um, and we are also joined by Caitlin, another new person, virtually. Um, yeah. So similar thing, Caitlin. If you just wanted to give a brief introduction. Absolutely. Hi, I'm Caitlin. I am a new writer at GeekWave. Um, I came because my roommate Kennedy introduced me, and so now I primarily review books on the platform. Yeah, it's definitely been a lot of fun. Good. I'm glad. And you already have one review up, and I believe another one coming out this week. Yes, I do. I have the Secret History Review already up, and I'll have one on the Poppy War by R.F. Kuang up on Saturday. I'm excited. Um, so, yeah, like I just said, we have a couple reviews up on the website. We've got a couple of book reviews, as well as, Ryan, you had Shadows of Doubt, mm-hmm. which I can't lie. I was really, I was kind of excited for that because of the unique take on Detective, and apparently it didn't work out. Yeah, it's kind of mid, but okay. it, it's, there's some interesting ideas in it. Yeah. That's why I have hope. Okay, is it still worth playing for those unique ideas? I would say if you're into like immersive sims, yes. Okay. It's, but like you'll probably be disappointed if you're into. Immer- I don't know. This it's yeah. weird. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um, but outside of that, we have a couple podcast stuff coming up. Um, Brent, uh, Banter with Bells had its first episode go out, and it's a pretty big hit. It's really good. Brendan killed it. Like I don't know if you guys have listened, but yeah. he's a really good host. Like full props to him. I keep congratulating, probably more than I should, but it's fine. <laughs> um, and then outside of that. We will be doing Wishful Thinking soon for Oppenheimer and Barbie. That comes out, like, what, the 27th? 27th, yeah, or yeah. 21st, actually. Did you know that? Well, you seem surprised. Uh, kind of. I, <laughs> I saw a trailer literally before I watched. I walked in. For like, Oppenheimer? No, for Barbie. Oh. <laughs> literally, if any, if any comes up, I'm just like, okay, whenever Barbie comes out, that's when Oppenheimer comes out. Whenever Oppenheimer comes out, Barbie comes yeah. out. I'm like, I don't have to worry about, like, dates or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it comes out, like, a week after my birthday. So oh, nice. It'll be, it'll be cool. It'll be nice. Okay, what did you think of the... I mean, that can be one of our first topics. 
What did you think of the Barbie trailer? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, um, it's it seems interesting, and I, I've seen I've I've read a couple things. I've seen a couple things from people's take, um, and a lot of people, uh, a lot of critics are really hyper it. Not just because you know it's it's kind of like just a gaudy film like on the surface. Um, literally, they they caused a nationwide pink shortage. For oh my gosh, I saw yeah. that. And, and the uh, marketing is like they built a whole Barbie mansion in Florida, or like they just keep doing weird stuff. Very to weird stuff. It. Well, and then like even everything within the trailers and all the marketing just seems so stilted, mm. and it has like such an underlying. It kind of feels like a Blumhouse trailer almost to me. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but, oh. like, it just, like, there's just something sinister underneath. I'm like, hmm, yeah. The Barbie movie? Yeah. The Barbie movie. <laughs> Somehow it's more sinister than Oppenheimer. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. But, um, but, no, a lot of critics have been uh, excited, though, because, I mean, uh, what was the director's name? Grace Helwig, I believe? Greta. 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 Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm not good with director's names. I apologize. Okay. She directed Lady Bird Lady and then... Bird. Little One of the Little well, Women reboot. And then has acted in multiple, like, Oh, she's an actor. Well, okay. yeah. I wasn't sure about that. Yeah. Well, they're very excited because her work uh, is primarily through a feminist lens, which is always exciting. But a lot of people are also really excited because they're, uh, they're thinking, based on the trailers and based on um, her previous work as well, that it's going to be going through the, uh, through the, uh, the heroine's journey instead of the hero's journey. Oh, um, okay. So I don't know if you, uh, how, much, how familiar you are with that concept. But essentially, the heroine's journey is it's a parallel to their uh, to her ma- male counterpart. The only difference, really, being is that it's more of a uh, of an inter- intrinsic rather than an extrinsic journey. <laughs> so whereas the hero's journey kind of goes through like the motions of like this big bad makes me you know makes me stronger, makes me braver, makes me learn more or less by the end. You know, all Lord of the Rings or any other high fantasy. Um, the typically the heroine's journey and there's more. I think. I don't remember what book this was about, but I think it was like in the, either the 90s, I think was, was this was written under. Um, takes a perspective of uh, a woman's journey into kind of captivating both her masculine and her feminine side as well. Okay. And just kind of embracing mm-hmm. both sides of her and just saying, there's nothing wrong with being masculine and there's nothing wrong with really being too feminine. Like, you know, you can exist in both worlds. Um, and, you, I mean, you can kind of blatantly see that as, she just, as Barbie just escapes um, yeah. Barbie world, as I like to call it. <laughs> Huh. Um, so I'm really excited about that. It's okay. I'm always I'm always up for feminist critiques. Yeah, and I mean not to mention Ken is just. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Kennedy, so I know you're also excited. Do you have anything to chime in, talk about in terms of Barbie and just your hype about it? I think I'm just really looking forward to how stylized it is. I love stylized movies, and so they like. <laughs> I love the details that they put into making um, Margot Robbie. Barbie. I think it's hilarious. I think like the little things. I love seeing the posters and the attention to detail where like her hands are posed in exactly the way that Barbie's hands are posed. And so I just I'm excited for how uh, campy it's going to be. Same. Yeah. I mean, just that first shot of the trailer where it's her like getting off of her shoes and she still is in like the high heel. Mode yeah, like, people went crazy for that. Me included. No, I... <laughs> Well, see, it's funny because I had a discussion about Barbie and, like, the Barbie movie. Um, weirdly enough, and this is just kind of sidetracked, it was through the Philosophy Club <laughs> at, like, one of their meetings. Yeah, you want to exp- um, but yeah the, uh, the old president used to be, like, a rhetoric major and actually wrote a whole paper. Um, and he had to scrap it. I don't know. It was a thesis or something about um, 
LGBT representation, and specifically he talked about <laughs> Magic Earring Ken. <laughs> T- what? <laughs> do you know, okay, do you all know anything about Kennedy? Kennedy does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any specifics, but I, I think I know what you're talking about. And I, that's actually terrific that this person wrote a paper about this. And that is so interesting with the magic earring being LGBT. That's hilarious. I didn't know that. So, okay. Well, because, um, and this is some Barbie lore in the, (laughs) when they were first, when they were pushing out Ken's back in, I think like, I don't know, they're like the sixties or seventies. Um, they wanted to, to make a Ken that appeased to like a mass audience. So they did a lot of market research. And in doing so, a lot of a lot of Mattel's researchers went out to nightclubs um, to get market to the youth. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, <laughs> they didn't realize that most, if not all of them, were gay nightclubs. Uh, <laughs> and oh. so they, un- they, I, they accidentally created one of the gayest Ken dolls. Yeah. And the reason his name is Magic Earring Ken is because around him is what they thought was an earring. Unfortunately, they did not realize it's actually a cock ring. Nice. Oh, <laughs> oh. And it's funny because they discontinued it, but they sold out like hotcakes. Yeah. Not yeah. because of little girls, but because of gay, like grown ass gay yeah. men just right buying for mantle. representation. <laughs> so, I mean, besides the, the cock ring, do you think we might see? Like, a, I hope so. Oh, oh I hope God. so. Listen, Michael Sarah is there. That's a good like, point. Oh, That's true. But he's also just Michael Sarah, which I love. <laughs> it's just Michael Sarah playing Michael Sarah. Mm-hmm. It looks like. What? Who? Okay, who was it? Was it was it Aspen who mentioned that not liking uh, Will Arnett for like yeah. every Will Arnett? He's just his characters are very similar, and like I get it, it's funny, but I just don't really like him. Jack Horseman's I'm voice, kind uh, of agree. Hot he's, Rod, he's like the boyfriend of like the like yeah, the, the, yeah of the ex, yeah. He's the voice of Sweet Tooth in a new Twisted uh, metal, metal, yeah, where okay, it's like yeah. the body of Samoa Joe. Who's like okay. this giant wrestler, and then the yeah. voice of Will Arnett, yeah. and it look it looks awful. It's also mm. got uh, what's Anthony Mackie from oh, Falcon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I it looks so bad. It was shown <laughs> off at the uh, Summer Game Fest. I don't I saw know if you memes watched about that. it on Twitter. It was yeah, funny. It's so bad. I don't want to even talk about that. But uh, yeah, is there any other topics that we want to go over? Anything that you guys want to shout out? Shout out to Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I guess I'll start. Uh, I wanted to talk today about a TV show called Fringe. I know mm-hmm. you've watched it. I watched the first two episodes. Yeah. Has anybody else watched Fringe on Max? It's Max now. I hate uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. It's also on Prime actually. With is it freebie? Like you just have to have ads. But oh, okay. It's on Prime now too. Gotcha. Okay. So basically, it's a Criminal Minds esque show, but you lost it's... me. You like Criminal Minds? I hate Criminal Minds. Really? Not well, not because of an. Oh, listen, listen, listen. I loved Bones. Mm-hmm. I love How SMD. I okay. hate Criminal Minds, okay. and it's mostly the fan base. Do not get me started on the fan base. Every single Criminal Minds fan that I have met has been insufferable. Like, you need to watch Criminal Minds. It's so insane. It's good. It's so good. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I'm Shut a Criminal up. Minds fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard I, talk about I it will now. break that curse, I guess, for you, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Stefan. Uh, um, should I watch Criminal Minds? You sh- <laughs> shouldn't. <laughs> you uh, should watch Fringe, apparently. Yeah, you should watch Fringe. Okay. Uh, it's Criminal Minds-esque, but it has like a sci-fi twist, so yeah. oh. it kind of deals with... Uh, like It's like a show, a case of the week type show, but mm-hmm. like with the ongoing story thread through it, but there's like parallel universes and like teleportation yeah. and it seems just, very much like cutting edge science kind of thing like discovering yeah. the new bounds of science at yeah. least in the second episode kind of had that vibe of mm-hmm. like pushing science and what it can do yeah, yeah. it reminds me of like a uh, control 
a little bit. Oh, it's like really? a special, uh, special like sect in the uh, FBI that uh, you know uh-huh. goes out and investigates. Mm. But it has a uh, Olivia Dunham played by uh, Tess from The Last of Us. I'm forgetting her name right now. Anna Torf. Anna Torf. Yeah. Yes. I just yeah. watched. I actually have to go ahead and this in a second. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, editor of Lance Riddick and mm-hmm. just yeah. a, a great cast of phenomenal actors. And like, I'm in season two right now, and I'm just getting so invested in these characters. And like, yeah. when something happens, I'm like, no, Uh-oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't usually watch shows this long. It's mm-hmm. I say this long. It's five seasons with like 20 oh. episodes each. Yeah, like, it is long. Like it was what 2008 when it started. Something yeah, around. So it, it's that longer like season mm-hmm. length was more standard. Yeah. Hmm. Counter argument. Westworld. You you watched Westworld at all? I watched Ronnie? a few episodes of the first season. Pretty good. Pretty okay. good. I was interested. Yeah. But so I just finished up Mindhunter on mm. Netflix. Uh, which is the first season. Of okay, that. yeah. Then you, you kinda know. It's like mm. it's heavy. It's intense, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it also has Anator. And that's like I, I haven't seen Criminal Minds or anything, but when I think of like that sort of detective thriller of like mm-hmm. thing, you, you've seen it. Is it? It's not as intense. I'm assuming it's not the but same kind of thriller. Vibe? Like no. Mindhunter is very like intense, like diving into the psyche and yeah. stuff. This and is a little bit more like the technology's more the villain, maybe. So I want to see too. You know more than me. <laughs> yeah, and like um, I guess just I, I guess their main conflict in season one is just getting the government to, like, take them seriously because, yeah. like, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, like, we don't believe any of this. But, like, sounds as, like, like the season... Yeah. <laughs> really? Like, sounds yeah. like X-Files. It, it does have parallels, yeah. but, like... It's my... heavily inspired by X-Files. It, it's yeah. just a show that I can actually relax, whereas Mindhunter, I'd watch an episode and then it, I couldn't watch another episode for, like, a week because... Yeah, I mean, I'd yeah. say that... It was delightfully disturbing, I yeah. guess is a way to can, say it. Because I can vibe with that. Especially for me, I have a hard time sometimes practical effects in terms of gore, mm-hmm. sometimes practical effects get me a lot more than like digital effects. And because this is a little bit older, it's kind of a mix between some practical and some special effects. And some of the special effects look so wonky, it's like <laughs> yeah. very like So half the time I'm I'm giggling, half the time yeah. I'm laughing a little bit. Other times I'm like genuinely grossed out by the practical effects because it just is more tangible to me, so it just mm-hmm. kind of grosses me out. I think more the first huh. episode has the first like episode, a really yeah. like intense yeah. like opening that I think yeah. is amazing. It was great, <laughs> and even there's the hospital scene later mm-hmm. where it was kind of like experimental, like how it was shot and cut together. Just like when you're in a daze, kind of like remembering things. Yeah, I don't remember the exact scene, but it was like a cool style that they had, and it was just fun to watch. And like the writing's just really good. Like yeah. a recent episode I just watched, it's like. I, I mean, I'm excited to see... When was the writer's strike that happened? Uh, Still happened recently? No, not this one. Uh, before. I think it was like around... 2008, actually. 2008? Okay, so this show just missed it. Yeah. I was wondering if I would see like the effects of the writer's strike. Because that and did yeah. happen with like... I think the big example is Heroes. Where, like mm-hmm. The first yeah. season mm-hmm. was like amazing. And then the writer's strike happened, and they still tried to make it work. And then Heroes Season 2 happened. I don't I have no context of that show outside of that. Me either. But okay. I'm hey, okay. writers. But it's, it's kind of a sad, but yeah. I, I I just implore all of you mm-hmm. to watch the show. You will not regret it. I swear <laughs> if you get like a few episodes in, you'll be like, I, I got I have to continue. And the second season gets really crazy with I don't want to spoil too much, but with mm. parallel stuff. Okay. Uh, cool. yeah. I'm excited. And I really like Lance Reddick. He's He's so his good. voice is just so soothing to yeah. me. Like <laughs> it's not soothing. It's just like just such a good voice. Yeah. And yeah. I know him from Legend of Vox Machina where he plays a, dra- a oh, voice really? of a dragon in that. Yeah. I didn't know that. He okay. plays I don't right. know if there's necessarily spoilers, but he plays a dragon in season two named Thordak. And okay. he did 
season two, but then he just recently passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so I don't know whether he recorded for season three yet already or whether or not they, the yeah. window, what, I don't know where that lines up. So I don't we'll know how it works with like, uh, Vox Machina, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Legend of Vox Machina. They just, uh, Destiny-wise, because he plays Zavala, which is another character mm-hmm. I'm like, I yeah. can just listen to him forever. Yeah. Um, he we just got his like last line of dialogue he recorded oh, really? before he yeah. died. So I haven't heard anything from Critical Role's side okay. or whether they like had rights, had even recorded. I have no clue. Yeah. So I just it'd just be interesting to see whether or not his voice will still be there or not. Yeah. Uh, sad though. Huge rest Very. in peace. He yeah. was one of my favorites. I just also like was watching The Wire and he's yeah. super uh, yeah. prevalent in that. Yeah. So it's so weird seeing like deceased actors and just like mm. or just I Cameron uh, Cameron Monaghan shows up in Fringe really? as like okay. a guest star. I'm like, whoa! Yeah. Wow. He's like a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like playing Star Wars Survivor and yeah. seeing. Yeah, funny. did you end up finishing that? Uh, I'm all. I think I'm all. It gets. It goes you know what I'm about? Yes, okay. I finished it. Oh, you finished it? Okay. Yeah. I'm at that point where it okay. gets crazy. I, I did not really like Fallen Order. Was that the first one? Right. I mean, I liked yeah. it for what it was. I liked the gameplay, but like it was good. Survivor was like that times. 10 and it's mm. like easily going to be in my top 10 of the year like it's i'm so impressed yeah um do you have to get through fallen do you have to get through the first one to understand the second yes because i kind of yeah. okay and i, like, I look, lagged out good. with it because i really enjoy it yeah but it's very cinematic mm-hmm. and then it's just the analysis paralysis of you get down you're done it for the day and it's like okay do i play a game do i watch a show how late how am I going to procrastinate my homework? Yeah. Or, you I know. mean, you at least needed to know the story, I'd say. Okay. And, like, some of the story bits would hit harder if you're, like, because, like, I mean, okay. I guess spoilers, but you That's reunite fine. with your old crew, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. And so if you have that kind of context with the old crew from hanging out with them in the first one, it hits mm-hmm. harder. Yeah. But also, like, if you watched a YouTube of, like, how it works out. I think the second one is so much better. I it looks like you're disagreeing. I like no. Okay, I, I think the second one is better, but I like mm-hmm. the first one, and I do recommend playing it because like it, yeah. it did feel like seeing like old like friends again. Yeah, when it did. They, okay. so, like re and like, I don't think like the twist would I hit mean, as hard. And that's even my it's main like selling point. I said when Tears yes. of the Kingdom yesterday was like it's a proper sequel, mm-hmm. and that's very fun. Of like, oh, I'm revisiting these people. I remember what I did for them in the first game, and now we're doing. They've lost their the fish again. Their fishing pole. I gotta help them find it again. You know, like it's fun to kind of reunite and like go back to those places. Yeah. So I got and I already own it. It's just it's been sitting on the offloaded Steam because. <laughs> oh, do you have it on PC? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard the. Well, how's your performance been with? What do you mean? Like survivor wise? Yeah, lag and. The... Uh, I think. It, it got better, and I think I've heard that they've been patching it up, and it's getting better. But mm-hmm. it definitely like. Playing it that first week was like, oh yikes! There's this definitely could have used a couple more minutes in the oven or something. Mm. Yeah, I'd probably stay away from Survivor from yeah. PC for. <laughs> I mean, it's decent build, but it's old now at this point because yeah. that's back when I was doing computer science and needed a computer for it. Oh but, no. yeah! Imagine <laughs> wanting money. <laughs> Tell me about it. I left that for film. Fine arts, baby! <laughs> Shout out to CFA. <laughs> Um, I'm curious from the more virtual crowd, Caitlin or Kennedy, do you guys have any topics you want to shout out or talk about? Um, if we're talking about TV shows, <laughs> Caitlin and I have been watching Mrs. Maisel, <laughs> but we have been, okay, so this is our first time being like long distance buddies, <laughs> long distance <laughs> friends, because we live together and now we're in wildly different places. And so we're trying to group watch Mrs. Maisel. And for the love of God, 
for all that is holy we've been trying to watch one finale episode it's the last one you still and it feels like it's taken us like how long like a week and a half i keep getting it's it's probably longer oh god (laughs) (laughs) it's taken us so i don't know why it's just hard like we text each other like you want to watch it and we're like yeah and then we just gets around to it and we're like Eh. That one's on Prime, we right? Had, we're, oh, I'm sorry, what was that? That one's on Prime, on right? Prime, right? And so yes. they have like yes. the built-in watch really feature. If you, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Watch it. It's, it's been on really my list good. for a while. <laughs> and normally, really normally when a show's really good, you finish it to the end. Yeah. <laughs> but Caitlin and I just like, like I don't know, savor it. I, <laughs> we don't want to finish it yet. I See, I argue, I commit to something even if it's terrible. Case in point, years ago when the Emoji movie came out, no. my little brother went to paid for all, like, my mom, a family friend, and the two of us to go. My, my mom ended up sleeping. My, 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 the family friend ended up sleeping. And I'm just like, I will commit to watching this. And it was the most movie yeah. I've ever seen. It was... Right right there. There was nothing. Was, there was nothing. Flat. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes just has, like, a, a cancel sign on <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, for me, whenever I like, this specifically happened with Cowboy Bebop and Samurai, uh-uh, Samurai uh-uh, Shampoo. Uh-uh, don't you? Which I finished now, but it took a long time for okay. me to finish okay. because it was like, I don't want it to end. And obviously okay. it wasn't because I kept coming up with excuses of not wanting to <laughs> watch it with one of my best friends on group watch or anything. No. Um, mm-hmm. It was just a more personal thing. No. <laughs> Community, what's Mrs. Mar- Mrs. Maisel? Oh, yeah. What's, I guess what's it about? Give it a little bit of an introduction. I know that the actor okay. got cast as Lois. Sorry. Oh, okay. I've heard about that. So, like, so like it's basically a show where a uh, 50s housewife, her, she finds out that her husband's, like, cheating on her, and he's a really bad stand-up comic. So, like, one night she gets trashed and ends up at his stand-up bar and ends up doing, like, a stand-up show, and she kills it because she's, like, really funny. So, it's, like, her journey through, like, finally being independent for the first time in her life and, like, navigating through the comedy world. It's really funny. Yeah, and it has, it has, like, when she starts to do that and she gets her own career for the first time, it has that effect on like her friends and like her mom it kind of like transforms them too mm-hmm. and they realize like whoa we can have our own lives <laughs> it's really good yeah, it's, 1950s and it's, it's just a really funny contrast between like a super rich like upper east side type pinup girl and then her doing like really trashy um, stand-up shows like in the bad parts of town and her like having to balance those two things it's really good i'll add that to my watch list that sounds pretty interesting actually yeah for some reason you you say wonderful miss mazel and i I swear to God, the only thing I can I can just picture is Zoe Deschanel. I don't know why. <laughs> That's just like I don't know the image I have. I I know nothing about the show. It's just like oh, so it's like New Girl 2.0. It has nothing to do with it, but for some reason, it has the same vibe in my mind. She kind of looks like her. Like I could see it. You know, I can't. What's the What's the actress's name? The lead actress isn't it like Rachel something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I should know that. I should, should. Too, you're, just you're listen to I've seen her name so many times on right? Twitter right now. Because of Lois Lane. Rachel, or Rachel Lois Lane. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rachel Brosnahan. Brosnahan? Oh, Brosnahan. Yeah, Brosnahan. Brosnahan. Huh. Okay. Brosnahan. 
It's a show where, like, I think this is actually one of the first shows that legitimately has really terrible people in it, but I like them. <laughs> Very likable, bad people. Um, like, for one thing, I mean, even, so the main, the lead is Midge, and even her, like, she's, <laughs> she's a really, really well-rounded character, but every time that they, it's funny because they go along with, like, the 50s thing where nobody was really paying attention to their children and that's in the show like she has two kids but you never you almost never see them and then when you do see them there's like something really bad going on like didn't the nanny like give the nanny gave her like six-year-old like a bottle of beer or something and nobody nobody notices like it's in the back so little details like that are funny what what brand (laughs) for the 50s (laughs) <laughs> 50s brand beer yeah 50s brand yeah well we gotta know whether or not the kid is cultured you know yes yeah you text me speaking of which quick side tangent uh discord announced they didn't even announce this they keep on making like the weirdest and dumbest choices yeah because they're developed well, especially well they're developer tools for one like this is years ago you used to like just essentially do your own kind of commands and like your own custom uh, bots and your own custom commands, however you want to do, whether it's Python, Java, whatever language. And then they switched, <clears throat> they kind of killed support, and so now you can only do it through, like, their dev, like, specifications. And that means that you can only do, like, slash commands, which is extremely limiting. <laughs> so there's that. There was the color and font change, which was just kind of grody in general and now they they they're doing the whole we're getting rig we're getting rid of the numbers baby yeah. <laughs> oh yeah and it's like it's, it's being weird and which is funny cuz that's how I'd always like end my podcast of like hey make sure to dm me a awesome ass ah. awesome jacks awesome jacks awesome. 9821 and i had it memorized and everything and now i'm just like I don't think the numbers even work it just says previously was awesome yeah. jacks jackson jackson i'm just realizing you ha- you missed a golden opportunity to have your username be Apple Jacks. God. That's it. I've actually been looking because Awesome Jacks is the one that I've used since I was in like middle school. Yeah. Uh-huh. And of course, my friends always make fun of it because it's either Awesome Jacks or Awesome Jacks 25. Yeah. Uh, what's the 25? It's the, my birth date. Okay. Um, oh. And I always and thought, thought about changing it. on the it. back of your, your credit those card. Those are just, oh, those, yeah, yeah. it's like uh, none of your business. Okay. And, yeah, what are, uh, what's your uh, social security number? That one is a bunch of numbers that wow. I can never remember anyways. Um, no, but like, what was it? What was I? Oh. <laughs> oh, I've been thinking about updating my gamer tag, as I'm the kids call you, it. Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks not bad. The other one was Coffee Connoisseur, because I never shut up about that. Mm. But that's a little bit harder to fit. Ooh. Thank Ooh. you. Thank you. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not good at this. I'm still rocking with Awesome Jacks, okay? <laughs> Um, <clears throat> my, my alter ego is always Luten from Avatar. That's Uncle Iroh's kid who dies, and oh. then like he sings like the song too in that one episode. Really? So I, I like Luten was always my live action files. They showed off some of the pictures of the, the live action. Have you heard about the controversy surrounding the casting? However, and that like they said that they would hire actual. No, like, no, no, no. As in the de- the dude who's cast as Sokka, mm. actually yes, lied about his lied about uh, his Navajo heritage. Yeah. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's just that. there. I haven't watched the animated show, but it looks mm. alright. The I know, I know. <laughs> I also haven't watched it, but it looks 
It looks. That's why we're on the table. table. I mean, obviously, you're, you you said loot. No. I, I have I have the map I, over my bed, which is has like the path oh, of like through the no. seasons where they went. Look, I will, I will say like first season. I is, love maps. It's definitely like closer to a kids show. Yeah, the like, humor grows up a touch. The maturity grows up. And it's also, like, it's a starting TV show where it's kind of the same. There's 20 episodes. There's mm-hmm. a lot more filler mm-hmm. ones or fan service ones. Yeah. So, like, it is harder early to get into. Can but I, 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 but I watch kids shows. Actually, like, I watch yeah. Dow House. I watch... That, anyways. That, that brings up a great topic for me, actually. Um, and it's something that's just kind of broad. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if anyone's interested in actually discussing this. But there are, like, there are two things that bug me more than anything. One, it is the trope of the mastermind, of like the mystery mastermind, you know, your house MD, your Sherlock, whatever. Okay, yeah. And it's literally the same formula of like, case, oh, I know this, you got it wrong. I know this, I got it wrong. Yeah. Something innocuous happens. <gasps> they solve the case. Yeah. 25 minutes, it's the same shtick every single time. Yeah. And I never get sick of it. <laughs> yeah. Really? Every oh, single time, it's like, oh, how's like, mm, start them on antibiotics. The antibiotics is giving her a seizure. Well, then you shouldn't have done that, should you have, dumbass? Yeah. And then he's like, this kid's like, house I has have a great boogers in my nose. <laughs> boogers. We didn't think about boogers. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, boogeritis or something. Yeah. I don't know, it's something stupid. <laughs> the second thing is, and this one actually pisses me off more than anything, is when shows get so full of themselves that they, they <laughs> and this is more maybe more to do with the fan base. I get mm-hmm. so annoyed when I have to do extra research outside of a property to understand yeah. the property itself. That's fair. Like it, there's what there's one. It's one thing to like you know want to expand the universe and to you know just be like, oh well, this is a story in the same universe, or this is like a spinoff. I have my own gripes about spinoffs, but mm-hmm. I digress. But like if I have to read. Seven different books to understand the first book that was technically released. Yeah, I I don't yeah. want to do that. What franchise, you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some Brandon Sin. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's, it's, it's every. This is why I can't get into fantasy in general because every single one and Brandon Sanderson. Oh, he's Caitlin. I'm sorry. <laughs> he he is my arch nemesis. That is so rude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Okay, look, I, I mean, I like, in terms of Brandon Sanderson, I'm uh-huh. not, like, a mega fan. I'm uh-huh. not, like, apparently he has some, like, transcript in BYU library of, like, how all of his books are connected. I'm not mm, going yeah. to search for that. Yeah. No, no. But I like Mistborn. Like, mm. that's about it. I don't know. Listen, Mistborn's the one book one, right? I just It has technically three books in the first series. I and then seven prequels. Seven, <laughs> no, like, legitimately four books in the... Next just, series, and then there's going to be a third series off of that, so I can't really say anything. Actually. I just miss the old days when you could pick up a series of fortunate events, and it doesn't matter for, if you're reading number one or if you're reading number 13. You can mm-hmm. wa- read it and still say, wow, those orphans really did suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was rec- My friend was recommending different... Er, wanted me to recommend a bunch of different like graphic novels to him, mm-hmm. and that's a harder one where it is like some of them are complete. Like, Nimona was one that I recommended yeah. because the movie's coming out. I but then I was Watchmen. also like, Watchmen? Yeah. Watchmen. Uh, the other one I recommended was Saga. Saga. But then he was like, this looks expensive, and it's like nine volumes or something. Mm-hmm. But it is still more complete than, I mean, you could even argue most of his fantasy. <laughs> this stuff. is why I couldn't really get into Lord of the Rings, because it's like, there's so many unnecessary details. Like, 
oh, the feet of a hobbit is actually you know, two inches, and you're the hairy feet, and like five pages of hairy feet. I'm like, Tolkien, please just get to the racist part so I can criticize you. Please, for the love of God. People really like that, though. I'm actually yeah. reading, I'm reading through the Witcher series right now. Oh, uh, I yeah, am too. Really? Yeah, what, what, yeah I'm okay. just on the first book. I won the first book, but then I realized that we have to start with the with the short stories before, and so yeah. I stopped. The, the, that's, the, stop. that's what the first book is. No, no, no. That's what the first the first book is. The short story. No, no, no. Okay, no. I started with um, Blood of the Elves, like the actual oh, like start of the okay. the, 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 the saga. short stories are good though. It is like. I, yeah, I'm reading through okay. the uh, the last wish right now because I was yes. like, I have to stop. I have to go back. <laughs> and it's like so good. <laughs> it's like. I'm not. I don't usually read a lot of fantasy because of that, but like I don't know. Maybe it's because I played the games and I already know so much. Okay, and that's how I feel. like. But I read like the. I'm like reading through the first book, and then I was also watching the TV show. Okay, um, what, which what do you think there's of a it? lot of overlap. The TV show is. Are you excited for the third season? And are you I sad about Henry Cavill? Yeah, I'm so I think Henry Cavill kills it, and mm-hmm. he's definitely the highlight of that show. Yeah, there's just some ways of how they adapt it that just feels like it's lost, especially compared to the games where like. It's so it's so funny like seeing like uh like uh in Butter of the Elves it mentions uh lilac and gooseberries or maybe yeah. it's in uh, yeah or in something the, like that. But like it's like finding out how they adapt to different things and I'm mm-hmm. experiencing that with uh sorry I'm like go all over the place but with Daredevil Born Again I'm reading through that uh mm-hmm. graphic novels. Oh yeah like, for the right yeah. And like the stuff in it <laughs> Oh lord you just made me think about the Electro movie. <laughs> oh, oh I haven't watched God. it. <laughs> um no, but like R.I.P. Early MCU. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, all I'm gonna say in defense of that Earl of is I think personally nothing will ever top Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer in terms of like a Fantastic Four film. Mm. No, don't. What's that? Mm. No, I just <laughs> I actually haven't seen. It. I've only seen the first of the original Fantastic Four. I actually haven't seen Silver Surfer. I like Chris Evans better as Human Torch. Uh, I'm just then, gonna... then whoever's it's gonna be, no matter what. <laughs> Pretty much. Amen. Really? <laughs> See, someone has taste. Oh, I think. Oh, well. What's okay. what's up, Ronnie? I don't know. I also I know just the casting like... kind of a little bit for the new oh, Fantastic yeah, Four. Mm. But John Krasinski, I will. D- d- David no. Diggs or d- John Diggs or what's his last name? Yeah, it's definitely not Krasinski. That's all I know. Okay, yeah. it's not Krasinski. I will you, throw. I will yeah. throw a fit if. Krasinski I think it's uh, Adam. Adam um, Driver. <laughs> driver. It's Adam Driver. Was it really? Yeah, it is. For uh, for Mr. Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic? Yeah. I'm, I'm in support of that. Yeah. yeah. I'm in support of that. David Diggs is the thing, I think. And then okay. I forgot mm. who's the... Um, yeah, yeah, but... Actually, I don't know. I just can't get excited about... I, I mean, I know we were just talking about this with thinking-wise and stuff. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Volume 3 was really good. Yeah. I just can't yeah. get excited. I, I am curious, though, for my literary folks uh, uh, in virtual land... Tropes that grind your gears. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, what's a trope that really grinds my gears? Honestly, controversial. Enemies to lovers is the worst trope. It kind of is. I can't believe you're saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that, Kennedy. It's not okay. That's like, not even true. I'm well, so no, shocked like, that if anyone in this room was going to say that, that it's real. I don't even buy it. I don't buy no, it. No, because, like, specifically in books, like, TV can be a different thing. But, like, I feel like people will put enemies to lovers on things that's just plain toxic. That's true. Uh, like, there is no, like, actual example I can think of an enemies to lovers where I'm like, this 
you guys were enemies and then you transitioned into lovers and it was healthy. <laughs> Sorry. There is one thing that I haven't shut up about for a little bit that's mm-hmm. coming out tomorrow. There's a little thing called Nimona that might have a really good example of this. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> or is it coming out theaters, streaming, or Netflix? Netflix? Cool. Yeah. Well, that's easy. It's very easy. I'm so excited. (laughs) Should I read it first or should I just watch? Honestly, I don't know. Because they released a clip and it looks like they're expanding upon the graphic novel Mm. um, in like a good way. Yeah. Yeah, But I take it then that you're in support of enemies to lovers. (laughs) I think it can be good, but I actually, Caitlin made a good point. I think it's very easily transitioned into something that's really, really not a good influence (laughs) on people. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I love to bring this topic up whenever I can. Um, Twilight I <laughs> is, is really, really something to see. If you haven't seen the Twilight movies, listen, please listen, go watch them. I am a fan it's of such the, a fun the first, time. I'm a fan of the first two, and then I just stopped, I just it stopped it being stopped funny. Being funny. That's, that's, <laughs> I think that's, that's my journey. Yeah, you can't. I would. I would say like past the second movie, you can't watch it by yourself because I agree, it just gets too real. <laughs> You're like, this is so terrible. See, I, I'm sober to be honest. <laughs> I think about, when I rewatch them, I watch them with my sister, and when we watch them, I just think what it would have been like. To see them in theaters, <laughs> that, just, that just fills me with like a sense of like dread and excitement. <laughs> that make, that makes me a little bit old Sorry. because I did see them in theaters because my <laughs> my mom is like part of like an investment group thing and they'd always get free tickets out. Okay. Uh, she, she's an old white lady. I, like, no, you know. For a second there, I thought you of uh, the investment group made Twilight. Oh, no, 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 sorry. She's just an old white lady and so she's got okay. like an investment group okay. and they give like free tickets. I'm 25. Oh, okay. I'm a little bit older. But, uh, you know, like, yeah. Aren't you like 24? <laughs> I'm 20. <laughs> He's turning 21. I'm turning 21. Remember, you That's made right. Oh, yeah, we're, yeah. we're all turning 21. But oh, we got free tickets oh. for every one of those and every one of the Hunger Games films. And so we okay. went to theater for all of those for I've that. Ne- okay, I've never met someone who was able to see it in theater. Yeah. It's so amazing. That, I, I remember that first <laughs> shot of the deer <laughs> in the <laughs> lake. <laughs> I have, like, a list of timestamps. Yeah. And I'm just going <laughs> to send it to you, and you need to tell me, like, well, it was a group of 50 to 70-year-olds. This is in St. George, Utah, with oh, a bunch of retired, white, 50 to 70-year-olds in this theater that's like, it's one of the smaller stadiums Did or whatever. someone moan? There was snoring. Okay. <laughs> I was saying, is that what 50 and 70-year-olds do in a movie theater? They get really... Well, it's Twilight. Time for my afternoon showing, honey. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> oh, Edward, okay. you're such a gentleman. Uh, you probably supported the Confederacy. Oh, <laughs> Did, isn't one of them a Confederate soldier? Actually, that's my son. I think there was a YouTube. I can't. I, I I remember. I think it was either a YouTube thumbnail or just some kind of article. But I remember the title vividly. It's like, why are there so many Confederate vampires? <laughs> and I think it was like a whole like 30, 40 minute deep dive into yeah. it. Isn't I know that's another no. thing about Twilight though, is you have like you have like the most interesting backstories to unpack and we, you barely touch them. And then the the story focuses on just Bella and how she's like just unhappy all the time. And Bella? that's it. You forgot you forgot about vampire baseball. 
I take actually I take back everything I said. Vampire baseball was the most was that the is most the only scene I've seen. It's so good. It's the only scene. It's the only one. It's the most scene. The yeah, first it's time, it's like a cult classic. My, kind of. It's like turning into that. It's okay. like just you need to watch it, Jackson. You need to watch yeah, you it. Do. One of my I'll add it to the bottom of the list. <laughs> bottom of the list. No, we <laughs> listen, Kennedy. I'm not saying anything, but Cinemark does rent out theaters for like private showings. Uh oh. For Twilight. I think we should all go, and that should be <laughs> that should be is it? the first time Jackson watches it. <laughs> <laughs> that I'd be okay with. Is is it in, in the second one movie. where there's the? I think it's like right before the baseball scene. There's like a waterfall, and Taylor Lautner like takes off his shirt, and he's like at the top no, of the it waterfall. Was Robert, it was Robert. No. Well, he does. Well, he does. <laughs> you're correct. So sorry. Well, more just the scene I'm thinking of was definitely Taylor Lautner. But anyways, growing up, I had a friend who looked a lot like him, and anytime we went to the city public pool. He would go up to the high dive, just take off his shirt. <laughs> Did, was he like referencing Twilight, or was yeah, he like he, he was like fully like he, sure was, he looked like, like Taylor Lautner. No, he was a cheerleader. He was you know a gymnastics still, he was a swimmer. It still hey, baffles yeah. me that Taylor Lautner was both in Twilight and Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, I grew up with that too. It like. I don't know. For some reason, those two movies just happened like sequentially in time. Like yeah. 2006, Taylor Lautner, Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Yep. 2007, Taylor Lautner, Twilight. And Spy Kids is during that same era, too. And Spy Kids is great. <laughs> yeah, Spy Kids is just... Time doesn't exist, really. No. I do remember, like, and this is, this is something that I've noticed recently, and I feel old because of it. I think well, we, and I say collectively we... Just because, you know, we're around the same age. We're the last generation to actually experience, like, innovations in 3D. <laughs> okay. Because do you yeah. remember back in, like, growing up, huh. it was all the 3D glasses yeah. and all the 3D gimmicks, and they even had 4D, like, smell stickers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, I remember that for Spy Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avatar 2 tried to, like, bring back 3D in a way, because, of course, kind of, yeah. but it didn't work. It was work. pretty good 3D. No, it was not. It was not, homeboy. What, what did you it see? Looked it looked like Xbox 3D, uh, Xbox 360 graphics with 3D On glasses. Avatar 2? Avatar 2, yeah. I didn't watch it recently just came out. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Where did you see it? On an IMAX screen? Because that's I saw it. I saw it IMAX. I thought it looked boy. great. It looked like, amazing. Really good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I didn't watch it 3D. I watched it at home. No, 2D is that's, fine. That's 2D. Listen, 2D VFX, <laughs> great. For some reason, though, you put it on the 3D glasses. I'm like, why is the frame rate so, like... The frame that frame does happen. Especially like on the edges. Jump a little bit. Uh, yeah. I had, like, oh, wait, three wait, glasses actually, over my glass, and that was still, like... Yeah? Actually, as somebody who worked in a movie theater when Avatar 2 came out, is the theater that you went to was probably playing it in a different frame rate, because mm. Avatar 2, specifically in its 3D versions and IMAX versions, released with two separate frame rates, one for, like, higher quality projectors and one for lower quality projectors, so you probably saw one with a lower quality projector. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I mean, so Damn, that reminds me of all the, puzzles, yeah, and and Mark, all the different cuts and with stuff all the like different that. cuts and like some people kept playing it with like wrong audio. And so I think mm. even for me, it was like I couldn't hear what Cyberpunk was saying. And so, of course, I had to go watch it again. Spider-Punk. Spider-Punk. Cyber. Cyberpunk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Punk. Hobie. Spider-Punk. I love Hobie. It was Hobie. so funny seeing Spider- or Spider-Punk in England because like all like the, the London like theater oh, yeah. like connected with him the most or laughing at his jokes and me and my friends were just like what is, what's the joke yeah that was fun um that movie's so 
Has everybody watched that movie? Did you watch it last yes. night? Okay, good. Beyond We're Spiders. all on the same page then. No, I didn't. Okay. I forgot. I, I can leave the room, actually, if we need to. <laughs> you haven't seen it? No, we no. Ah. It was him and Sarah, and Sarah saw it. And so I was like, okay, we can finally talk about it. And then yeah. Aspen was like, oh, I haven't seen it either. And then I was making fun of him yesterday, and he was supposed to get tickets yesterday. I was going to, I thought about going last night, but then I ended up just being lazy and watched the second episode of Bridge instead. Oh, good choice, good choice. Yeah. I, I support that, yeah. actually. <laughs> I don't. You haven't watched Fringe. I've watched The Boondocks, though. <laughs> but you're free to talk about Spider Verse. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll sit here quietly. We just, I think the hard part is about talking about it is we don't want to spoil it because sure. it is such a moment in like it some is. areas. But it is cinema. I was so happy. So okay, we can talk about this though. Mm. And I know that it's been a little bit, and I, I can't even make the decision. This is the same thing with Tears of the Kingdom versus yeah. Breath of the Wild. Into the Spider Verse or across the Spider Verse? Have you guys like made a decision, or do you guys care? I don't think they're comparable in that sense. I think that they're like two different movies. I love the first one because it's such like a feel good film about like like self discovery and all of that. And then the second one is like a whole different realm. Those two movies are pretty separate in my mind. Yeah, I think I think. God, I think that's like it's kind of what you're saying, Caitlin. I. They're, to me, they're not two separate movies, but they're a continuation, like part one and part two of Last of Us. Yeah. I, I just, it's, I think it's the perfect sequel, and I would, like, if you want to, like, cut them in half and be like, which one's the better movie? Like, which one's the more complete, whole, like, yeah. better movie? Mm-hmm. Probably the first one. Okay. But I do think that, I don't know, it's so hard to choose. That's uh, my second one's I so good. I made a decision yet. Yeah. My decision is kind of clear-cut, and it's mostly because I've split it up into two categories. If we're talking story-wise, the first one by far, because the second one, like, it's a I, lot of I, was, well, I was complaining with my friend about, like, not even complaining, but I like I, after you know after the adrenaline rush died down in like an hour, past, like, in, like flashing lights hour, calmed down, you know, everything was like, you know, I'm like, Soundtrack. I got over yeah. the fact that I just saw two Latino Spider-Man, I'm like, mm. you know, I complained to my friend, I'm like. You know, upon retrospective, nothing really happened to plot lines. Across the Spider-Verse? In the I, second one? No. I definitely just... It was a lot of build-up, but I still think from, like, a personal perspective for Miles and Gwen and Spy- or a Spider... A lot happened. More character story is what happened than, yeah. like, plot No, no, no. More character story. introductions happened, for mm. sure. Yeah. More expanding on the universe happened, for sure. But, like, in terms of, like, they actual... Should... In terms of actual events, though, like, I'm talking <laughs> about, like, actual extrinsic events. Miles, what... Saw his friend, saw the spot, went to see Miguel, got chased, and that's about it. Well, Miles, first of all, came out to his mom that he was Spider-Man, only to... Re- only Sorry, to fu- that's total... That's yeah, fine, okay. that's fine. But, yeah. Is there more Lily Tomlin as Aunt May? I do need to know no, that. No, no, she's in Florida. There's also no... I mean, I think Sad. I told you yesterday. There's no no spider nor no, no Spider-Man. Yeah, I knew, yeah. But, yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed it. with Lily Tomlin. I'm kind of and so I was... those characters. <laughs> yeah. I will say, from a plot perspective, I like the first one just because it's... I mean, it's a new... T- it's a take on Spider-Man that, like, we've seen before, but it's completely new. The second one, however, I love just for its blatant creativity. Mm-hmm. There's so, like... It expands on so much more of the visual language of the first film. It is a prettier. It's like, such a yeah. gorgeous film. They overworked their workers and didn't pay them. And well, uh, sh- yeah, shut up. Shut up. So I didn't find out until later. Shut up. Beyond the Spider Verse is going to get delayed, right? Like to avoid don't, that. Don't. I mean, to I don't even know if they'll avoid it. They'll just say that they're avoiding it to delay it, and then probably still overwork them. Yeah. 
didn't they already delay it? Like, didn't they say the new release date is like 2026? That was a hoax. That was <laughs> Whoa, a hoax. that's far. That is so far away. <laughs> no, no, that was a hoax, way. Caitlin. That was that's been spreading around, okay, but okay. it's a hoax. Yeah. How long was it between first and second? Five was years. Like five five years. Two years. No. Oh. Five. 2018, 2023, yeah, you're right. Hmm. I'm assuming they have started working on Beyond the Spider-Verse okay. like a while ago. Listen, listen. You don't think so. They haven't. The well, like, pre-production like, starts. Pre-production Animation's yeah. like just starting, I believe. Yeah, because animation, they go to the end of the yeah. line, is, so they they have a little bit of a gap between they start up. Yeah, there. I mean, rigging, texturing, all that. Even if you're using pre, like, pre-made assets from the first film, that still takes a while. Yeah. As someone who's just started trying to learn how to rig. Yeah. Do you like it? Huh? Do you like it? I like the 3D modeling aspect a lot more when mm. I can actually be like an artist and not have to do the technical stuff. But hey, we'll you are rigging. I'm bruising. You're not the same. <laughs> I think we're going to call it there. <laughs> <laughs> no, Thank you, Joe. Don't make this my legacy. <laughs> Me and Caitlin just leave the Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> and <meeting. laughs> mm. Is there anything else that anyone wants to mention? Talk about? I, I think I'm good for now. I mean, I got a lot more. You always know. Y- y'all know this. I have a lot more to talk about. But Mine was mostly talked about because like, it was mostly like connections. Oh, okay. But, Kennedy, you had brought up like Pride Month and then also living at home, living separate for like changes in the summer. Um, I've had fun this Pride Month. Went to various events and things like that, different like festivals and things like that. Just got together with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, fun little month celebrating. Fun. I don't know if anybody else did anything fun. I went to Athens Pride. Athens? Oh, yeah. Was that on your Instagram with, like, the kind of walk down that roadway and there was, like, a band playing and stuff? I didn't know this. Oh. That was not... They were, they were like, old old people. <laughs> 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 there was, like, a, like a, the convention where there was, like, uh, music and mm-hmm. people partying and, like, uh, vendors and stuff like that. It was yeah. pretty cool. Nice. I think my favorite was the Lost Acorn. It's, like, a little art studio that they've got up in the avenues here. Oh, yeah. And so they just... You know, block out the normal studio space and then had people come in and do little art booths and stuff. It's cool. No, no one informed me that Salt Lake Pride was happening uh, like on a different day other than the 6th. And typically mm-hmm. I can't make it to the 6th because it's my brother's birthday. Uh, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, listen, I might be a baby bi, but I'm choosing my brother over to me. And the one time that it's not, I my my friend sends me a photo, like, we're at the parade. I'm like, what? It was super expensive, though. It yeah. was tw- like the official like Utah Pride right. Center one yeah. was twenty. No, wait. It was fifteen bucks last year. Okay. It was twenty bucks this year. Not too bad. Which is it's not enjoyable, but it's not terrible. But yeah. the day of, they hiked up to thirty. And wow. so anybody who didn't like buy it beforehand or just didn't line got the price hike of thirty, which really sucked but we just didn't go to it and we went to the other free ones instead which is just as fun yeah. and then when i because i had bought mine the night before mm-hmm. i had a nice fun experience with a random old drunk guy who came up and wanted to take a picture with me and like randomly kissed me on the cheek i was like okay that's uh <laughs> but that was, he was yeah. more accepting than other oh yeah he was having yeah. he was having a great time he was <laughs> but he's a little, little, little tipsy but cool. so over, out of all the pride festivals the 20 30 bucks whatever you paid the main pride one was it's corporations. It's not as fun as like the ones that where you've got like drag shows, you've got music vendors that come in and do shows, and you've got like all the artist booths like that a little bit more local mm-hmm. rather than just like oh hey we're Vivint and we're here to my, sell you our home systems. You know like it's not quite the same. My uh, 
No, my my one of my best friends is actually saying if she's like for your birthday, I'm taking you to Waikiki. That's mm. <laughs> gonna be like my first time going to like a drag anything. Yeah, probably, so it's, yep. it'll be interesting. There's a fun show at the what was it called Riot Street right. Fair. Yeah, that one had a a fun little drag show that was nice. it was really enjoyable. <laughs> Yeah, Kennedy, how did your Pride uh, Month go? Month I saw you ago. did saw you a little did something on Instagram. Instagram. Oh, yeah. So I just drew a little thing for my sister and I. Um, she's Pan, and I'm Ace, so we're very different people personality-wise, but then also just in general, <laughs> like, just for everything. Um, that's all I really did, though. I didn't go to Pride, not in Colorado. Um, I pay more attention to Pride when I'm in um, Salt Lake, like, so during the school year, which is not when it happens, but they do some school events there. That's typically when I'm involved with it. I did go to their, um, the last, um, they did a drag show at the, at the U and I can't remember when it was. I want to say it was like May. Um, but it was, uh, it was really good. I really liked it. They had like, they had like 10 people come in. So, um, I want to say it started from like seven and it went to like 11 and nine (laughs) and everybody's just standing the whole time because the energy never comes down, you know, like you have to buckle up for like for like four hours of just screaming. Um, it was really good though. Tomorrow night was there. Madison Can Can was there. It was really good. Counter argument. You did miss Jeanette McCurdy though. I did. And I did. And I did for something that totally wasn't worth it at all. I had to keep studying for something. And I guess I'm glad that I did it. It was responsible, whatever, but <laughs> it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. I wish I could have been there. Was it good, Ronnie? I feel like it was really good. So good. She's so funny. (laughs) I listened to her audiobook right after. I was like, I was going to say, my mom's listening through it right now. She's loving it. So good. Yeah, she was pretty good. good. That's really sad, too. I didn't go, but. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you imposter. (laughs) Kind of the same way, though, Kennedy, of like, when I'm home in St. George, there's like one restaurant that's publicly women owned and queer accepting. Like, they've got flags in the window kind of thing. And it's been nice being up in Salt Lake. Like, oh, there's actually events up here. I pay attention to things. It's a lot yeah. easier to actually go to things mm-hmm. when you're here, at least for me. So that, yeah. that has no, been nice. Yeah, similar thing. Yeah. 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 Or it's just different. Like, I'm home and I, like, home is fine, but it's just not, that's just not when I participate in those things, you yeah. know? Yep. <laughs> it's just a very different vibes. And also, the the people I would go to those things with are all in Salt Lake. Right, so. yeah. And going alone gets you kissed on the cheek by a random drunk guy. So yeah. that's why you don't go by yourself. <laughs> well, see, if you went with other people, they would kiss the drunk guy first. Okay, well, yeah. See? Okay. <laughs> I would. Okay. Well, the one thing I was going to ask then, like, I have never been to any sort of pride thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Last year I mean, was my first. Okay, yeah. How is it for? I mean, obviously, I'm not LGBTQ. I'm, sure. I'm an ally, of course. But like, maybe we just need to do a geek wave thing or something. If oh, people that might that's be totally a good idea. Actually, I know Gina. PR was in there for LTM and mm-hmm. was taking a bunch of pic- yeah. awesome pictures. He was part of the parade too. He yeah. was with well, the group taking pictures for them. We could start by geek wave pride stickers. There we go. Hey, we do need more stickers. Actually, yeah. Josh was telling me we need to print out some more. We, so mm-hmm. you know, would be a good chance. Hint, hint, Kennedy. Hint, hint. I mean, I don't, I don't know your like background too much, but I've gotten some vibes because it might be similar-ish. It, but like, similar. grew up in Saint George, grew up religious, fairly sheltered, and last year was my first pride of like 
I really started to figure out my identity in like 2020. Mm-hmm. Came out to my family 2021, 22, and like nice. various ages, different people, whatnot. Um, so yeah, 2020 Pride was my first. I went with my two of my my siblings came up mm-hmm. and then sibling in law. Nice. Um, so it, it was. It's not really like shell shocking. I can imagine. It's I mean, not. it's just people dressed to the nines, looking beautiful, walking around, having fun. It's just a music festival. There's art yeah. stuff going. I definitely love the small venues and events a lot more this year. It's just more mm-hmm. fun going with friends than the main corporate one. But that's the main one I did last year. Yeah. Um, and is it like, was it better this year just because, I mean, if you even just look on campus, the whole reason we're recording in this space is mm-hmm. because the union and all of the camps are back up and everything's in full swing. Was it a yeah. similar feeling? With the it was a little bit, yeah, in terms of like coming out of the pandemic and stuff, it was a little bit bigger. Like it's kind of back to full swing, I think, mm-hmm. I'd imagine. Right. Hadn't gone before it, so I don't have the, <laughs> yeah. I am old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was nice though. The main things that I like that the Utah Pride Center does outside of the festival is mm-hmm. they do the march and rally and the parade. And oh, those nice. are the ones that are free. They're for the community, like the the Pride March and Rally, is kind of the, like the more like political side mm-hmm. of it. It starts with that of like you go up to the Capitol. There's speakers that talk about why these things are important, what this all is, what Pride Month is, what the theme is, and then you march down to Washington Square Park, and there's usually a concert. Yeah. So that one I just think is like really cool. There's like seeing what the community's like, going up to show support, being an ally, showing up for those things. I think is the least shell shocking, but it also right. like sets the importance of it. And then the Pride Parade, which is usually, like, at the end of the weekend, I think that's a nice place to go because it's, it's a parade. You know, yeah. you, we grew up going to Fourth of July parades or things similar to that kind of stuff to where it's just fun. You just see people doing their thing. It's not really, like, you don't really learn anything. You don't really, like, you know, it's, it's, it's good. Maybe by yourself, <laughs> yeah. but that's about Yeah, but it's more just, like, you go to have fun and just yeah. laugh at the funny things that people have on their floats. And, I'm probably, like, you know. overthinking it because I usually mm-hmm. do that just well, that, that was me stop. two years ago, so exactly. I, I get you, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just don't. No. <laughs> don't think. Is it? Um, you also said that you were going to mention something. Well, my, something. mine is not Pride related at all. Oh, I was okay. remembering Hunger Games, but hmm. I mean, we can, I, can't, I can't make it social related. I don't know. It's up to you. <laughs> I don't know. You go. Well, so, I don't know. I'll just say, just treat a Pride parade like you would treat any kind of cultural festival. Yeah. Like, you're, That's you're not, also the problem, though. <laughs> I, I just go to listen. Yeah, yeah. Literally, go just to West go. Valley. Go to Kearns. Just, you know, embrace embrace the diversity that there's, that's there. Acknowledge the fact that you know racism is, is a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, boom bam, just it's fine. But yeah. It had a Japanese festival at uh, PR went to a couple months ago, I think. Oh um, really? Yeah. Huh. Um, there's a lot of local stuff here. PR's like, everywhere. PR? Yeah. 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 I, <laughs> dude, everywhere but here. I was gonna ask him about that if he showed up today, just like. No, he had Just an interview, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had a film editing interview, I think is what it was. How is he doing more Edit- film editing? <laughs> <laughs> He's the most. <laughs> um, you know, um, I will say, though, uh, back to my, the thing oh, I was yeah. going to mention before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny you mentioned the Hunger Games. I blame the. I was talking to Kennedy, actually, the other day about this. I blame the Hunger Games specifically for this trend, particularly in trailers. But it happens in every single blockbuster movie now, where they'll take some popular song and then add a hell of a lot of reverb, just make it extremely slow, make it an orchestral version, and it kills me every single time. (laughs) And I hate it, and I want to kill whoever came up with that idea. (laughs) 
Huh. I have never even. I've Sometimes never I eat that up. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I mean, you are the problem. You are what's I wrong with the America. problem. There's a certain. I don't. I never played many Assassin's Creed games, but the one that's like the Revolution War era mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. That they've got a song that's like a cinematic version. Paris. Mm-hmm. I think it might be. Yeah, okay. and there's like an eagle in the. Well, I guess there's always. It's a, always never mind. That's not. That's not unique to which game it is. <laughs> But there's a song like that. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 some, I do eat that shit up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I know they're you. good songs. I know. <laughs> no, I don't care. I don't care. Demand more out of your more demand more quality out of your soundtracks. Wait, what Please. song was it from the Hunger Games? I can't remember. I just remember Hanging Tree is used, but is that one of that's an original? Like original? That's an original. Song. That's the no, only one I can think of the top of my head. Huh? That's an original song. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, just, I just remember Lord was involved in the Hunger Games. Okay, uh, and it's the Lord style that that bugs me. I think. <laughs> I, I guess it's. If it, I hate that songs are Lord esque in yeah. trailers. I guess if we're being technical, I how, love how do, Lord, but I hate Lord esque. How do you feel about like the end credit songs, like in Lord of the Rings or Hobbit or shows like that? If if it's an original soundtrack, I don't mind. It's fine. Mm. Again, I think fantasy is kind of boring, both in ter- both in terms of literature. I'm sorry. I know you're Brendan Sanderson's fan. I don't care. <laughs> this is blasphemy. No, 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 no. I don't care. On a whole genre. I'm, like, listen, I'm hating on high <laughs> fantasy specifically. It's always the hero's journey. It's always, oh, evil Macluck. And it's always seven books of lore that I do not care about. I do not care. And every single person that writes fantasy does the rice method with making their, oh, look, I have an entire map. Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. The Witcher doesn't do that. I was about to say, I'm the Witcher does not do any Witcher, of that. Which, in my opinion, <laughs> no, oh, like... the Witcher, listen, the Witcher is based on Eastern European folklore. Yeah. I'm talking specifically That's high fantasy. On the, I'm talking about traditional Western European Anglo-centric fantasy. All right, you Again, Tolkien-esque. <laughs> no Tolkien-esque. Isn't his based on, like, Eastern... No, 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 no. Witcher? No, no, like, Tolkien, isn't he? Most of that, you're right. There's a lot of fantasy that does that, but that's like white man fantasy. Like, uh-huh, <laughs> I don't uh-huh. know how else to describe Listen, it. Yes, and but, like, like definitely the ones that are most like pushed forward are that way. But God, the fantasy, the fantasy genre specifically. Asian high fantasy? No, Asian high, oh, fantasy, Asian high rules. fantasy rules. Don't get me it's wrong. So I'm talking specifically about good. white man fantasy just, because that is what it's in the public domain. Doesn't Witcher count as white man fantasy? No, Eastern European. I'm talking about Anglo white. specifically. White as fuck. <laughs> no, Eastern European. Listen, no. I had discourse about this. Trust me. Eastern European for the longest time was not considered white. <laughs> a lot, like, a lot of what we consider... Don't bring out the sociology in me. Damn it. For the longest, the concept of white is constructed, and for the longest time, Germans were not considered white, Irish were not considered white, Italians were not considered white, and now we've come to a point where it's just the entirety of Anglo-Saxon culture and the entirety of Western culture, uh, Western European culture is considered white. Eastern European is not really included in that. So when I talk about white, I'm talking specifically about Anglo-Saxon, specifically. Okay. Nordic is also kind of included in that, but that's mostly because... A lot of the white people I've met are very insufferable. Like, I'm Swedish, I'm Nordic. I'm like, shut up. No, you're not. Like, yeah. you have ancestry. That's cool. Great. Yeah, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say, looping back to The Witcher. Of, have you read them? No. So that's my, my background is I haven't read the, the books, and I've only briefly played the third game. Okay. And so for me, I came into the show completely blind, not knowing lore. Same with Wheel of Time. That's another show that I didn't, like, have any background for. But that's when a I watched show. It. Oh, yeah, that is a it, show. Yeah, on Amazon. Yeah. It came out. It's a. I liked it. Are you saying the book or the? Have you seen the show too? 
I haven't seen the show because uh, I I'm just terrified of that, that show. Are you <laughs> caught up on all the uh, books? But the books are really, are really good. good. Yeah, because okay. that's my main thing. Both of them I came in blind, and I'm curious of what people think of the adaptations. Mm-hmm. And even with The Witcher, I really loved the animated movie they did, The Nightmare of the Wolf. Oh, I, I just really like the animation of it, and it's just cool. I don't know if that's like a normal canon or if they changed it or if it's similar or not. Do they have mm-hmm. any... Because that's with Vesemir, right? Yeah. yeah. And then I don't know if they Geralt's like a little kid in it. Like he had just gone through like his... Oh, that was like Witcher a prequel. Trials like, yeah, it's like a prequel thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't watch that, uh-huh. so I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, do, I watched it, like I said, I watched a few episodes of the show. It's... Okay. What do you think oh. of the show then as someone who has been reading the book? Um, I watched the show like a when it came out so yeah. like it so, was it was pretty like I liked at that time I had was, I had played the game so I like seeing yeah. the difference between the games in the show and like the one sword and like uh, you know yeah. like uh, just seeing I guess like you get more backstory in Siri and you know and Unifer, why that's and, all happening yeah stuff. I like, that. like it's good mm-hmm. yeah I've heard the first scenes like the rest of it's like really good and yeah. just like oh people are just up in arms about Henry Cavill now but, yeah cause now the third season is still gonna be with him to be released because they did Blood Origin between two and three, yeah, and then it's and, and then it's gonna be Liam Hemsworth, which is yeah. so stupid. Yeah. And the whole point of like the whole reason for that too, because the writers don't respect the original work, right? It's just and not that's good. where I've been curious of like I'm. I don't but, know where it's gonna change, and I would also be interested. At least Henry Cavill now gets to do Warhammer stuff. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah, like yeah. His, his pride and joy. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm still mad that they listen. Say what you will about Zack Snyder films. I think that they should have just let him do his thing. They should let the man cook. Okay. So uh, my teacher, do you know Colton Eikers? Mm-hmm. Okay. He is a teacher at EAE. He is the biggest Snyder fan I ever have known. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he caught us. So um, our group was the last one to leave mm-hmm. the class. We're like trying to walk out. And he is just going into every single little thing about why. He literally said this. He literally said they should have let him cook. And he goes into <laughs> all of these theories about how. Specific people were like leaking information from what Zack Snyder was doing to Marvel, and that's why Marvel's not doing well now. Because and like oh Civil God. War is basically <laughs> Batman v Superman, but better. And like they kept doing, I was like, oh my gosh. He kind of he kind of does have a point with Civil War because the only reason Civil War is made because of Batman v Superman. No, exactly, so. and that's and he like finds the person. It's like okay, look, here's a picture of him talking to Zack Snyder, and like <laughs> here's everything. Here's a picture of him talking to. Kevin Feige I, and all of the stuff that got leaked, and that's listen. why both of them are bad now. And like, if if Zack Snyder let him cook, we would have had this movie, and this would have happened in Justice League too, and this would have happened in Marvel. And we're like, you know, what literally, you... we had to slowly walk out, and like, we left two people there, Average and Zack me Snyder and like, exactly, <laughs> me and like three friends were just like slowly walking out, and then on our way to the car, I just show them all the Charlie Day, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia meme. That is from okay. no, Pepe, Sunny. Yeah, Pepe Sylvia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, this, this is what we just Listen, experienced. Listen, I was about to say, you should get this man a cork board. <laughs> oh my gosh. He was legitimately like pulling up like tabs and tabs and tabs where I was like, okay, this is connected to this, which is connected to this, and if this happened See, in, in Justice League like, 2. Folders of each topic. I love, <laughs> I love harmless conspiracy theories like that, though. It is so hilarious. Yeah. Mm. I have my, my shitpost um, theory that Pitbull, Jeff Bezos, and the Blue Man Group are all one person. <laughs> my only evidence for this, by the way, Google Stats. You can see, as Pitbull declines, 
Blue Man Group goes up. As Blue Man Group goes down, Jeff Bezos goes up. I just up. don't have enough faith in Jeff Bezos for that. <laughs> to be the Blue Man. Have you ever yeah. seen all three of them in one? Or I get, Have you ever seen them in one room together? I don't follow any of them. Me either. <laughs> Literally only seen posters. Mr. Worldwide, Pitbull, Blue Man Group, toured worldwide. Amazon probably owns the world at some point. Okay. I right. can't deny the facts. See, so. You can't deny yeah. facts. I did find the song, though. It, so the an in, original song is a Lord song, Flicker, but it was a Kanye West remix. It's in Kanye the, West remix. In the Mockingjay, yeah. Right. Well, that doesn't really hold up today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Listen, I think the most egregious one was, I, I can't remember what movie this is for. I think it might have been Last Night in Soho. I'm not sure. But they did, like, a... Ooh, like scary Lordess cover of One Does the Loneliest Number. Oh, uh, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. I said that sounds like a last episode. It might have been. Listen, that, that film was... I didn't watch it. it. I watched it recently with my buddy, actually, because he came back from his mission mm-hmm. and really wanted to. It was not at all what I was expecting. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that was the whole point of, like, Edgar Wright was, like, trying to do, like, a baby driver sort of thing where, like, it was against his style but still kept some stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it worked out. From what I've heard, I I don't know. The, I, I I won't ruin anything, but the twist just seemed a little bloated. Okay. Like it's the 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 visuals were great. Everything was like it made sense internally. Like it had an internal consistency. It's just like it just kind of gets sprung on you, and it's like, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. You, you ever get those plot twists where it's like. I mean, yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah, it's not like yeah, guess that happens or anything where yeah. you're just like, oh shit! I can't wait for you to watch. No. it. Sarah did say it leaves off on a cliffhanger. It's good. Else. It's so good. Best oh, I, wish we, I, yeah. I wish we. I wish we. We're just going. I can to leave the room. Movie. You've got 15 minutes. No, to the next maybe we'll just save that for <laughs> yeah, next time. And that'll be your. Have to watch it before it goes out of theaters. that's that's one thing I did ask of. Whether I remember the first one in theaters and it was definitely worth it. Same with Avatar we were talking about earlier. Like mm-hmm. I literally only watch it in theaters. Like I don't really care about the movie outside of the three D experience. Yeah. So that's literally all I did for Avatar. So it's kind of the same with this. I know I'll like the movie outside of the theater, but you I assume it's it worth it. It's will, it is it's for the soundtrack. I, I will soundtrack. say, um, like on the note of Avatar, and I, th- I think we can close off with this. I yeah. don't know we've been recording for about an hour now, but um, I. This is another trope thing, and this is specifically, this is specifically, and weirdly enough, RPGs I found, where it's like the four, you have Don't to collect the four babies. elementals, the Don't fire, water, baby. earth. Oh, man. yes. Yeah. I mean, that literally happened in Tears of the Kingdom. You had to collect yeah. all the sages. Yeah, you know. I'm not saying I hate it. Don't I just think it's really funny. Talk shit on my RPGs. I, I love RPGs. I love, J- I love Persona. Look. Okay. JRPGs. Chrono Trigger? Mwah. That's a good point. Mwah. So, because I recently, and I didn't watch Avatar in like IMAX or 3D or anything. We watched them at home, which I know is not how you're supposed to do it. No. But I, I've never watched a single one. We watched one into like one day after another. Oh, that's a lot. Those movies are amazing. I am yeah. such. I, I was like the guy who was shitting on them beforehand because I was like, I oh, these seem overrated. <laughs> they are overrated. They are so like I'm gonna disagree, mm. and I don't think that they're doing like the whole stages thing because it is like okay. there seems to be a little bit more plot going on. And what if the third one happens and it is just. Avatar 1, which was base, which was Avatar 2, like, 
them doing the same thing with the water tribe. Right. If they oh, do that again, again with the yeah, fire the, tribe, yeah. then I'm going to be like, yes, I agree. But I think there's something. He's still going, going around. Okay, listen. This is a literal quote I told my friend, like after we watched Avatar 2. And then after Avatar 3 was announced that, oh, they're going to do like the fire tribe. And I called it. I'm like, watch the next James Cameron be like the fire tribe. And it's going to be, like, the most racist thing ever. And it's going to be, like, the most aggressive people because they're ash and, like, yeah. darker skinned and everything. Because that's what James Cameron is. He's an accidental racist, I like to say. He is what the Blue Knox calls, like, an ignorant white person. Mm. <laughs> James Cameron. Like, an irresponsible really? white person. Yes, yes. Because the entire Avatar series is, and I will stand by this, James Sully's adventure to collect the ethnicity stones. It's the this same story as Dances with Wolves as well. Yeah. Like, it's the same, like, story template as yeah, Dances with Wolves. Yeah, but, okay, here's the thing. Because the first movie was like, oh, I'm not actually human, but now I've become leader of this tri- of this native tribe because I'm a white man and I have, I am somehow really good at this. Right, and that's the, the main second, similarity with... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the second movie is like, well, we're new to the water tribe, but, like, I'm really good at this now because of my white man powers. Mm. <laughs> and guess, they've accepted me as one, and it's like, huh. James Cameron, listen, listen. <laughs> Listen, I know you really want an excuse to have space whales, even though you hate people calling them space whales. <laughs> he gets on that. Like he, yeah. It's like people calling uh, clickers zombies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, same, <laughs> same, same <laughs> thing. <laughs> but, like, maybe, maybe look at the subtext you're writing. <laughs> I, have no, I, I mean, like I said, I just watched these, like, a month ago, but mm-hmm. I've never really noticed that kind of subtext where it is just like, It's a oh, white savior complex, homeboy. <laughs> The Maybe first one more than the second one. But first one yeah, definitely first more than the second one. I think the second, second one is yeah. like family more for me instead because, of like this. I don't the know. They feel white. similar, like similar storyline, but it's definitely not as like much. I guess it is the focus, but it, I don't know. It just didn't feel as heavy handed. No, no. I mean, okay. I mean, Maybe we're, just that just, like entire sequence with the whale like getting hunted, I felt was a little heavy handed. But that's, okay, yeah. that is like for <laughs> sure. I was like, leave the whale alone. Yeah, you're right. James Cameron just doesn't have subtlety. Mm. I'm just going to put that out. He has great visuals. He has a great mind for, like, visual language and expansive that's lore. That's why I love those he, movies. Yeah, that's it's great. It's not like, I, I think the story's whatever, but just, like, mm. being in that world and the soundtrack and just, like, everything's so pretty and looks great. I care great. too much about how, subtext. Okay, I don't... I how does the like, graphics hold up if you saw one and two, right? Back to back. Well, they did a remaster of uh, one, so, so it yeah. looked. I mean, two definitely looked better in terms of facial sure. uh, capture and some of the animations and stuff. Yeah, um, but one but it doesn't look loaded. off like it didn't. Cool. Yeah, we we were actually late, like ten minutes to the second one, and we mm-hmm. were so confused because we missed the whole like. No, what you didn't like? Bad theater. Got there late. My dad said he didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy three or um across the Spider Verse. Because he slept in both of those movies. It's yeah. like an hour worth of stuff. He's like, no, 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 yeah, listen. this wasn't okay. bad. It was a real bad night. No, 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 no. I saw it twice, though, is the thing. Okay. And the okay. second time, I was early, and I went to the 2D function because I wasn't going to do the same, the same shit again. Mm. Visuals, great. It was, it was, yeah, it was great. It's the vibes, man. It's like uh, Batman. It's like the vibes, you know? The vibes. Yeah. I will watch a movie just on vibes. I could care less about what's happening. Same. If it looks good, and it, it's just like... I don't, I care less. You really do feel like you're transported to Bendor and like the, yeah. I know it's like cheesy, but like why you I'm feel like Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why I'm excited for the Ubisoft game because I know like mm. gameplay is probably gonna suck. Story wise, probably gonna suck. Have you, you played the, the world? first Avatar game that came out? No, it was like a, the it was one. like the movie. The one on the Wii. That, no, no, not the one on the Wii. It was on PS2. It's actually like really good and it was okay. like a good RPG. I'm like hoping that this. It's probably not gonna be. It's probably played? gonna be Far Cry in Avatar. Okay. 
But have you played the Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs Wii game? <laughs> because that's probably a lot more immersive. High class. You, Maybe. Can, you play as Flint Lockwood, and you have like seven different weapons that you can choose from. <laughs> you get to have a monkey companion. You can upgrade the weapons. Oh, okay, okay. wow! Huge. <laughs> Avatar, while you can ride something. Who cares about like space dragons? I, 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 I kind of do. It was yeah. cool in the game. You can write yeah, them in. But, they yeah. can have sex with their hair and stuff. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> they can. <laughs> and with that note. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Um, we're probably going to call it off there. Thank you guys so much for listening to the first episode of Geek Out. Um, I think this will be a reoccurring thing. At least for now, we'll start off with like once a month. We'll do one more in that July area. And maybe as fall semester starts up and more people are here. Do like twice a week? Uh, twice a week? No. <laughs> twice a month. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but also, thank you guys so much for tuning in online, Kennedy and Caitlin. Uh, I know that you guys are off enjoying life back home and stuff, but we enjoyed talking with you. Yeah. Keep <laughs> <laughs> Just to, you know, not lose my grasp on reality. Yeah. <laughs> Even just going home to my parents' house for Christmas break, for the holiday break, was torture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely solidified a few things for me, but it's just like, <laughs> all right, I don't want to stay here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to call it off there. Remember to follow us on all of our um, social medias, Instagram, Twitter, at the underscore GeekWave. Uh, TikTok is just the GeekWave. Um, we should have some cool stuff coming out soon, and... Uh, I don't really have a good outro for this one. What should we do? Real quick. Slate <laughs> out. Slate out. <laughs> <laughs> what I usually do is just we will see you guys next time. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>